Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra Stockland. A former boutique owner myself, I love nothing more than chatting with you about all things boutique business. Each week, I'll tackle a new business concept and help break it down into bite-sized, actionable steps that will give you the confidence to build a profitable business. Now, let's get started. Hey, hey, happy Tuesday. My name is Sierra. I am the founder of The Boutique Workshop, and it's my goal to create simple trainings that give you the confidence to build a profitable boutique business. The confidence to build a profitable boutique business. And I do this through bite-sized, actionable steps that you can take and implement in your business right away. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. All right, so today we're gonna be talking about minimizing distractions to maximize revenue. So minimizing our time wasting, minimizing distractions with time in order to maximize on the revenue that we can be making in our business. More revenue, why will minimizing distractions and maximizing the way that we use our time increase or maximize our revenue. So I have three things that I wanna share with you today. The first one, it will help minimize the distractions that we have in our business. When we really get a good grasp on managing our time, we will minimize distractions that take away from potential revenue. That's number one, and we're gonna come back to how we do that. Number two, it focuses you on your zone of genius. So when you minimize the time wasters in your life, when you get a good handle on organizing your time, you will start to focus on your zone of genius in your business and you will let other people in their own zone of genius do their magic work in the parts of your business where you don't thrive. We're talking about things like social media posting, content writing, um, admin skills. When we focus on our zone of genius because we control our time in a really tight way, right? When we have our time budget and we put it to use and we practice it, what it does is it focuses us on our zone of genius, what's going to drive the most revenue in our business, and when we start to focus on this, we free up ourselves and give permission to others to step in and do and help us in the parts of a biz- our business where we do not make revenue or where our zone of genius really doesn't lie. And then the third thing, it gives you a filter. That's what I love about this. When we learn to manage our time, it gives us a filter to say no to the wrong things, which then gives us more time to say yes to the things that really matter. Say yes to the right things. So when we focus on managing our time well, the reason that it maximizes revenue is because managing our time well gives us permission It gives us a filter to say no to the wrong things, that when we say no to those things, offers more opportunity for us to say yes to the right things, which will only maximize revenue. Okay, how do we do this? Let's talk about some hows. So let's go back to number one, minimizing distractions. So how does managing our time help us minimize distractions? Have you guys ever been in your store or in your office and you have a to-do list this long, you have so many tasks, you have um, piles of paper on your desk, your phone's ringing, you know you haven't posted on social media for 24 hours or 72 hours, you have a live sale coming up that evening, your employee comes from the front of the, um, the store, comes back to the office and was like, hey, there's a customer at the counter, 
down or she's complaining about this or she wants to return this. I don't know how to do it. And you feel like, oh my goodness, I'm going to pull my hair out. Like, I don't even know what to focus on first. I don't even know what to do. So in a situation like that, what do we most often focus on? Most often we focus on the things that are right in front of our face that feel the most urgent or, and, or we focus on the things we like doing the most. Okay. So most urgent would be what our employee standing in front of us telling us there's a customer at the counter and, um, and oh my goodness, you know, she needs to exchange something and I don't know how to ring it up in the system or I don't know if I should change the rules because it's past 14 days. That seems super urgent, right? That person's standing right in front of our face and we feel like we have to deal with that right away. Maybe what, you know, maybe we don't have employees. Maybe the urgency is my phone is ringing. My email's binging. I just got five more emails in. It seems really urgent because that's what's right in front of me that I need to stop everything and focus on that first. Okay. So you say, yeah, you know, things like that come up. What happens though? Let's go back to the store scenario. We drop everything. We stop our social content writing or we stop unpacking our inventory or we stop buying and we head out to the front counter to help that employee. Okay, we get that taken care of. We come back to the back office and we start focusing on our projects again. 30 minutes later, that employee comes back again and what does she do? Oh my goodness, I don't know. I can't get the receipt printer to print out. Like the receipt printer's down, the paper's not coming out. I don't know how to fix it. We drop everything, we stop everything, we go help her again. An hour and a half later, we're back in our office. She comes back, hey, um, so I know you wanted me to merchandise. I know you wanted me to tag this stuff, but I don't really know where to put it. So what's happening with our day? Suddenly we are not time managing our day. We're not managing our business. We're not maximizing on revenue whatsoever because we're dropping everything to go help that employee or we're dropping everything to answer our five, our five or our 15 emails every five minutes. So you say, well, okay, but this is business. Like what would I do different? How would time managing help me to maximize revenue in this situation? So let's wind it up, you know, like wind it all up, bring it all back. Let's say instead we know that we need an employee and we're going to hire someone. And so we put into our time management calendar that next Friday, I just have to sit down and from noon to two, I'm going to write out a simple employee manual. What do you do when someone wants to return something? What does that look like? What does it look like when tech malfunctions? Where can you go for YouTube videos or what's some the workbooks or the quick links on how to use the software or the hardware? Maybe you just sit down for two hours, you book that into your schedule, you turn off all your distractions and you focus on putting an employee handbook or guidebook in place. You go out and hire, you book a full hour, no distractions, you train that employee. Now let's fast forward to where we just were today. Okay, so you're in your back room, you have lots of things going on, that employee has a problem, but now that employee has been empowered to solve all three of those problems, the customer complaint, the return, the receipt printer not working, and how to merchandise. She's been empowered in the two hours it took us to write the manual, and the one hour it took us to do a really deep dive good training with her when she onboarded, right? And then we empowered that person to do her job, Suddenly our day, let's say this all happened in a Tuesday, we were not bouncing from one project to the next, helping her at the counter, coming back, getting distracted, forgetting what we were purchasing, you know, stopping in the middle of reconciling our checkbook or whatever important tasks we had. 
because we managed our time well on the front end. So managing your time well will help you increase your revenue because you're minimizing your distractions. You're doing the things that you wouldn't necessarily find fun, but you know that if you do them in a concentrated effort in the right time and the right place, it's gonna give you a lot more time on the back end. Does that make sense? The other thing um, how, on how to uh, minimize distractions would be to discipline yourself to stick with what you need to stick with. Okay, so we talked about um, that email scenario. So let's say you don't have any employees and you're sitting, again, your desk is piled with papers, you just got inventory in, you need to buy, you need to post on social, all of those things. If you manage your time well by time blocking and you say, okay, from 10 to noon on every Monday, I'm going to create all my content. And then from noon to two on every Monday, I'm gonna batch it and it's done for the week, right? We're minimizing our distractions. When we turn off our email, we flip over our phone, we put it to silent, right? We don't look at instant messenger from that 10 to noon and noon to two, noon to two time frame on Monday, we've minimized our distractions and we spend that whole four hours every single Monday getting all of those tasks done. We discipline ourselves. And a lot of times as business owners or women, or humans, we need to put those things in place that make us disciplined. It's kind of like when we're trying to eat healthier because we're training for something. If we buy all the unhealthy snacks, this is me anyway, if I buy them and they're in the cupboard, I can have all the best of intentions, but when it comes to 7.30 at night and I wanna sit down on the couch and watch one of my favorite shows because I love TV, um, if I have the potato chips, I will eat them even though I know that I'm training for a race and it's not gonna you know, benefit me in the morning, I can have the best of intentions, but if I don't guard myself by putting those things in place that help me discipline what I'm doing, I'm just gonna fall back. That's me anyway, fall back to old habits. It's the same thing with our time. So setting aside particular time to do particular tasks and then turning off the distractions to discipline yourself this is the focus that I have right now is going to generate more revenue because when it's two o'clock on Monday and those tasks are completely done for the week and you don't have to stress about them, they're not weighing on you, you're not constantly bouncing back and forth between posting every single day and then getting distracted in the feed, they're all done for the week, you can turn your attention to revenue generating activities. All right, the second one focuses you on your zone of genius. So when you discipline yourself, if you use a time budget, it helps focus you on your zone of genius. Your zone of genius is where your revenue thrives. Some of you guys are amazing at selling, like amazing. You show up online or someone walks into your store and you connect with that customer and that is your zone of genius. When you take time away from using your zone of genius to build revenue into your company because you are not disciplining yourself in your time, you don't have a time blocking mechanism or disciplines in place to help you minimize distractions, you end up taking and robbing your zone of genius time and giving it to all of these other areas that are not gonna generate revenue, that are only gonna frustrate you and overwhelm you. So instead of saying, I'm gonna focus once a day, I'm gonna go live in my group because I know when I show up, they buy or I'm gonna focus two full hours a day during the busiest times of my boutique to be out on the floor selling instead of in the back room doing all of these admin tasks. I'm gonna show up and do my zone of genius because I'm gonna schedule that in. I'm gonna put the disciplines in place to minimize the distractions so when I'm on the floor from two to four o'clock every single day, 
I'm doing nothing but living in my zone of genius, which is selling, right? Your zone of genius might be content writing. Maybe you're an amazing writer and you know when you write those social posts, those call to action, those emails, people convert, right? They come to your group, they buy on your website, they come into the store for the deal of the week, whatever that looks like. Figure out what that zone of genius is for you and then minimize your distractions so you can maximize your revenue. Number three, it gives you a filter. So guarding your time, using a time budget, minimizing the time wasting in our business gives us a filter to say no to the wrong things so we have time to say yes to the right things. I love this almost more than anything else that I've said because this is something that I have just really learned over the past, I don't know how many years, um, just been thinking a lot about how I would say yes to all these opportunities. Sure, I'll do another pop-up. Sure, I'll be open extra hours a week. Absolutely, let me bring this stuff in because I might be able to sell it. Let me add this division into my company. Let me add on these people because they might be able to sell, right? Saying yes to all the opportunities instead of saying, you know what? That doesn't focus me on my zone of genius. That isn't the filter that, you know, when I look at this and use this as a filter, it's not making sense for my business. Yes, it's an opportunity I could open another location, but then where will I be spending my time? If my zone of genius is in working one-on-one -on -one with customers and a styling aspect, if I have two locations, now I'm suddenly gonna be managing employees. I'm not gonna be living in my zone of genius. I'm not gonna be able to maximize my rev on my revenue. And so that filter is gonna tell me, no, I'm gonna say no to that. And that will then open up more time for me to say yes to the right things that are actually gonna drive revenue in my business. So to recap the three things, why does managing your time, minimizing on the waste to maximize on the revenue, why um, does this make such a big difference in our business? First, it minimizes our distractions. Second, it helps us focus on our zone of genius. And then third, it gives us a filter so that we can really think about saying no to all of the wrong things, which then will give us time to say yes and opportunity and margin in our day to say yes to all of the right things. Awesome. Hey, hey, hi, Lacey. Yes, time blocking is huge. So I would start small. What is your bite-sized actionable step today? So your bite-sized actionable step today is this. I want you to sit down. It's a perfect time of year, right? It's January. We're halfway through the month, almost all, yeah, more than halfway through the month, right? I want you to sit down and just reflect on the last two weeks, the first weeks of January, the last two weeks you just went through. I want you to sit down and reflect on those things. Where do you feel like your zone of genius lays? I want you to write that down. What's my zone of genius? When I show up in this area in my business, revenue happens, okay? I want you to think about your zone of genius. And then secondly, I want you to think about where you are getting distracted in your day. What is a system or a process you could put in place that would eliminate distractions? Remember we talked about that employee? If we would have just sat down, disciplined ourselves to just sit down and write out a training, a simple training manual in Word, three, dot, you know, three different pages that just say, here's what you do if this happens, here's what our policy is on this, and then we took that hour, so three total hours to train that new employee, it would have minimized and taken away so much distraction from that Tuesday day, right, of that owner going back and forth between the front of the store and the back of the store trying to get things done. So first I want you to really think, what is my zone of genius? Look back over the next or the last couple weeks. What's my zone of genius? Where do I show up that develops and brings revenue instantly in my business? And then where do I have a lot of distraction right now 
that if I just took a little bit of time and put a system or a process in place, discipline myself to follow through, I would open up so much more time for extra revenue in my day, in my month, in my quarter, and in the year of 2021, okay? That's what I've got for you guys today. Hey there, friend. I'm so excited that you have decided to listen in today to the Boutique Workshop podcast. So this episode was first recorded live in front of all the members of my free Facebook group. Yep, you heard that right. I have a free Facebook group for boutique owners just like you. And if you aren't a member yet, I want to invite you to come on over and join us. You can find my Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boutique owners collective. That's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boutique owners collective. This is the best place to keep your pulse on what's going on in the boutique industry. Come on over and join us for free tips, free training, and a lot of awesome collaboration. And thanks again for tuning in to today's podcast. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember, that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.